Welcome to the Yield Podcast. I am Brooke Payne, your host. Together, we are going to create passive income, organically grow your side hustle, meanwhile, being completely submitted to God's leadership throughout the process, because that is how we exponentially grow. I'm with Lindsay Girk. So excited. Gotta say, I've been totally a huge fan since, I don't know how I found you. I think my friend from Las Vegas somehow retagged or something. But anyway, huge fan. Love what you do. I love the authenticity. So I just kind of wanted to jump in and ask a few crazy questions before we get to know you. So I have four questions for you. The first thing that comes to mind, just hit me with it. You ready? Okay. All right. So what's your favorite way to unwind? Uh, glass of wine on my bathroom floor talking on Instagram stories. I love it. I love it. Or sitting on the couch with my husband and like watching comedians in cars getting coffee. Like we will rewatch episodes, but those are my favorite things. <laughs> I have yet to check that out. Okay. Noted. Um, favorite city you've been to? This is so hard. Um, I love New York City, obviously. I actually love Nashville. It's one of the only cities I think it would be hard to live in any other city outside of Las Vegas, but Nashville is a city that I was like, I think we, I think we could do it here. You know, I live in Nashville, right? Oh my gosh. I didn't even. (laughs) Hey, shameless plug. Yeah. Love it. And that was our huge thing was we lived in New York city. We lived in Brooklyn and hated how fast it was, but loved the culture. So Nashville is that like slow and steady, but yet there's still good places to eat and you can go dancing. So yes, yes. I love that you didn't know that and you still said it anyway. Um, so that leads me to what's your favorite song to dance to? Cause you're a big dancer. Oh, okay. So we, right now it's Lizzo, anything. Okay. By Lizzo. We also like can't touch this MC hammer and that song it's not Flo Rida. Welcome to my house. Yes. Yes. I still love that song. We blast it. Like we're having a party on a Friday. We're not. We're just going to bed early, but I love that song. And then guilty pleasure. I don't feel guilty about any of my pleasures, but there is one late. It just started. I know I'm late to the game, but I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I just started. It's hard not to. And now I understand why there are 25,000 seasons of it because they're just, it's hard to turn away. It's like a car wreck. You're like, I want to stop, but I can't. If my husband's like, do you want me to turn it back on? I'm like, well, you can if you want, but I know. Yeah, it's like, secretly, yes. It's a <laughs> I, re- I don't tell anybody that, P.S. Okay. So. Well, now it's out in open. So, all right. So, yeah, I love this. This is why I like this kind of stuff because it just like, we got to know you in a little bit in about five seconds. So tell us about the Namas niche. And then you're also a TV host, which I have to say, I really don't know much about. So maybe start with the TV host and what you do on the daily and and how that kind of filters in with the Namas niche. Okay. So they're honestly, they're a little bit separate. I started, I started my blog because I was working as a producer Um, So how did I get into broadcast journalism? First of all, I went to school in Kentucky, got my broadcast journalism degree. Um, First job I got was south of Las Vegas. Um, I was the the weather girl, (laughs) the camera guy, the editor, the reporter. You know, I was doing it all. But it was good because it taught me a lot. 
And um, so then I came up to Vegas and I was working as a producer and I just kind of wasn't, there was like something missing when I was doing that. And it was a lot of work and I, I enjoyed the people I worked with, but just the path that I was on, it wasn't making me happy. So um, I was following Sincerely Joel's Song of Style, Natalie Off Duty. I was going to their blogs like every single day for outfit inspo. Um, but the only problem was I couldn't afford a lot of what they were wearing. So I thought, well, why don't I start my own blog? Um, and I can share more affordable pieces, but mix, you know, budget-friendly finds with designer pieces as well. Um, so that's kind of how that started. And I wasn't really doing much with it. I started my blog on Blogspot and didn't really do much with it until I got my first collaboration with Off-Broadway Shoes. They were opening here in Vegas, like close by to me. And I remember they were like, hey, do you want to collaborate? And I was like, okay. They said, we'll send you two free pairs of shoes. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then they said, well, what's your rate? So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have like no one looking at my blog, basically zero Instagram followers. Like, why are they? So I just came up with a rate and they accepted it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I can make <laughs> this is money off of this? Because at that time, the FCC really wasn't regulating, you know, ads. You have to include ad or sponsored or if something was gifted to you. Um, so I didn't realize that these girls that I, were fo I was following, was they were making money off of this. So at that point, I thought, well, maybe I should turn this, like, little side hobby. Maybe I should take it more seriously. Um, so flash forward, I worked really hard. I saved up my money, and I prayed a lot about it because I wasn't sure what the right decision was. You know, I was starting to make a little bit of money, not much, but I knew that there was something there. Um, and so I prayed, I prayed, I was looking for some signs and then it became clear. It wasn't an easy decision, but it was a clear decision. Um, I quit my job April 1st, 2016 and went head on with my blog. I did it full time. So I went from like a nine to five to working like 80 hours a week, nonstop. Um, but it was fun. I loved what I was doing. I felt like I wasn't working, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so it all kind of, I say that my blog started in 2016 because that's really when I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's make it a business. And it was honestly, it was the best decision I ever made. And then later that year, um, I got a call from a different news station. They were starting a brand new entertainment and lifestyle show, Las Vegas Now. And um, they were, they said, are you interested in hosting this? And I thought, gosh, I've been working like this whole year on building my blog. I'm finally, you know, starting to make money. Again, I prayed about it and I turned it down and they called me back and they said, well, would you be interested in doing part-time? Which is like, I get to do that part-time. I get to work on my blog and both of these things combined allow me to stay at home with my son and kind of raise him. So it's just like, I'm so grateful for that off-Broadway shoe collaboration. Yes change the trajectory of my life and career as you know, I know it today. That is so funny. I love that. So going back to when you were saying, um, like you prayed about it. So I want you to like break that down. Like you said, it wasn't an easy decision, but it was a clear decision. So like, do you want to give us the story behind that? Yeah. So doing like broadcast journalism was all that I had known. It's all that I ever really wanted to do. I went to school for this. Like I was, I was gung ho. Um, but for some reason I just, I wasn't happy. And, um, 
there were some things changing up at the station. I was kind of taking on more roles than I originally had. And not that I cared to work. I mean, I'm a worker bee, but it was like what I eventually wanted to do. You know, I wanted to report. I wanted to host. Um, I still like producing, but I wasn't, I was like, I don't see that. I don't see that happening here or right now. Something, the puzzle pieces weren't fitting. And so when I prayed, I didn't pray like, make me a host somewhere, (laughs) you know, find me a job or make my blog successful. I just said, you know, I prayed for guidance. I said, can you, you are probably showing me signs and I just need to open my eyes. So I promise I will open my eyes. (laughs) Just, you know, point me in the right direction. Give me some guidance on this. So when I realized it was time to leave, um, because at the end of the day, like, there are plus and minuses when it comes to any job, but if it is sucking the energy out of you instead of building you up, then that's something that you need to really look at. And it was affecting the rest of my life, you know, and my, just everything. So it became clear, um, but it was still difficult because I mean, okay, I saved, I had this little nest egg, so I'm okay until, you know, fall or winter of this year. (laughs) But I don't know what, I mean, I was, going to thrift stores, selling my clothes, buying the clothes that I made, the money I made, you know, it was, but it all worked out. And I look back on that year and I just think like, oh my gosh, I had so much fun. It was a blast. I was my own boss. I was like, let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that. Like when you were telling me originally about the humble beginnings, I personally, I think the reason, I think I stayed following you because of your authenticity but I started following you because the like to know it, I could literally click on what you're wearing and go purchase it on ASOS or Forever 21 or whatever. And I love that because every fashion blogger loves their freaking $300 purse. And I'm like, that's cool. I lose purses. So I really can't do that. So, and I love, I love that you, and you were telling me before the confidence you, you had every, everything you had was in one basket, like all your eggs, so to speak. And so what kind of gave you that confidence that you could do the blog? Was it the off-Broadway shoes or? (laughs) (laughs) It was off-Broadway, off-Broadway. The confidence, I think the confidence for me just to start it in general and to move forward with it and to spend so much time with my blog was because I hadn't seen anyone at the time posting what looked to be, you know, the type of look that I was going for at a budget friendly cost. You know, I, I don't just wear sundresses. I kind of like to have it edgy and feminine. I like to mix things. It's very versatile. If you ask me my style, I cannot tell you. It's just whatever I'm feeling that day. Um, which, you know, I have a shopping problem because I just like, (laughs) but I hadn't, I didn't know of anyone that was doing that at the time or anyone that had like a journalism background. So, you know, that kind of plays into my writing style. Um, and I'm sure they're out there. I just didn't know of them. Sure, so sure. I felt like, okay, well, maybe I've tapped into something and just, I mean, I had, I had to be confident in it. I'm, I'm a Taurus. So like if I become obsessed with something, I, I truly am obsessed. Like I don't sleep. I, I don't want to fail. And especially when I, you know, left my job, it's like, okay, we got to do this. So I have <laughs> to be confident and confidence waivers. You know what I mean? Like, Sometimes, I mean, recently I was like, what what am I doing? I'm not good enough. Um, But then something happens in your life, like an event that I did this weekend, and it totally makes you feel like revived and 
Like maybe people do care what I have to say. This podcast, I can't thank you enough for bringing me on this. It still surprises me that people even want to like talk to me or hear what I have to say. So thank you. That's crazy. I literally, a friend recently asked me, like she was doing a project for her master's and she asked me like, who are your favorite people to follow? And I follow like, I'm a, I'm a big like business blog person, all this stuff. Like I'm into, and I'm the same way. Like when I get into something, I am obsessed. And I've been following you for however long it is. I don't even know, maybe a year. And you were the first person that came to mind because um, I'm the same way with my style. And that's the other reason I love Nashville is because I can wear cowboy boots with like a funky top and somehow it works here and there's no other city in the world. But anyway, to come back, it's affordable, but it's funky. And like one day you look like you should be in the desert and the next day you should be on like Sixth Ave in New York. And I... I don't know anybody like that. Now that I'm working on the road, having to dress a little more professionally, I'm like no navy, no gray. I don't want to look like everyone else. So I'll be literally scrolling and clicking on your blog and looking at like, oh, she's wearing like short pants suits. Like, am I allowed to do that? You know? So I, I'm personally super encouraged by it. And I think there's a lot, there's a study out right now that said, well, I don't know if it's a study. I think it's just real life. But nowadays, kids that are in middle school and high school, no longer is anyone wanting to be doctors, lawyers, whatever. Now the top two things people want to be are YouTubers and Instagram influencers. So I know kind of, kind of like crazy, a little bit scary, (laughs) but also amazing because I think the generation coming up after us and the millennial generation is all about freedom and having purpose and life having meaning. So for the people out there that, you know, want to be influencers or want to be bloggers, what would your piece of advice be to them? Um, well, first of all, I think it's interesting that you said that because I think a lot of millennials get a bad rap for being lazy or whatever. And the truth is we're, we're not lazy. We just know that we should be appreciating like family time, you know, or time with our spouse or whatever that is, um, whatever it may be that you want to, you should enjoy your life. Um, so a lot of people I graduated with, it's kind of like we were in the middle of the recession. So it was like, all right, here's your degree. Good luck. No one's hiring. <laughs> so we kind of had to like form our own business and be our own boss because there wasn't any other option out there. Um, but as far as my advice for people who are trying to start that, I would say find your thing that makes you different. And that was hard for me because it's like, what? what I explained what I thought made me different, but at the end of the day, you're different because you're you. So if you are being authentically you, then that is enough of a difference. That will set you apart. But what I see is sometimes people do have these amazing personalities, and I know them in person, but on Instagram or YouTube, that doesn't come across because they're trying to copy what they see. They're trying to copy someone who's been successful. And I don't think that works. People can pick up on someone if they're in the room with someone and they're trying too hard. And people can pick up on that even through social media. So just be yourself. If you're goofy, be goofy. If you're serious and you're a geek about whatever, like be that geek because you're going to find your group of people and they're going to love you for it. Um, And just stick with it. I mean, it's, it's not so much posting pictures or making the videos. There's a lot of behind the scenes work. I mean, it's 80% trying to network, answering emails, pitching people um, and 20% is just what you see. Like it's a lot of back end work and it, it takes a lot of time, but it's definitely worth it in the end. So 
I, I'm like, I literally got goosebumps as you were saying that. Cause I am, that's my message. And that's kind of what I'm even in the process now. Um, we haven't launched yet. And so that's something I'm looking for is like, who are my people and, and how, how do I come And that's something I've said it probably six times already. The authenticity, you could see it. And that was like, especially when you're like, I remember when you would be nursing or whatever, and you're literally yes. like sitting there, no makeup and you're like talking about nothing, but somehow it's like, I need to hear what she has to say. <laughs> it just, it just hits home because we're in a generation. Like, how do you do that? Cause you're gorgeous, obviously. So that's easy. But how do you maintain authenticity, but still put out beautiful content and do the thing without making it feel forced? Um, well, thank you for saying that. Um, I look, I look at my feed as kind of my creative outlet. And like lately we've just kind of been doing iPhone photos. I did a little experiment to see if that performs better than like my, maybe some of my editorial photos. Um, but I mix and match because it's what I like. I like to show my real life. And then I also like to go out to the desert or go downtown or shoot, you know, whatever. Um, and then my stories, I I did start doing my story. I never really did Instagram stories before I had Ollie and I started, I did my pump confessions. I was, I was sitting on my couch and just talking to people because I was bored. I mean, it's 10 <laughs> at night. My husband's going to bed. I hated pumping. I mean, I'm yeah. glad I did it, but it was just like still the sound of the pump machine, like gives me <laughs> chills. Um, but I was just, I was bored and I'm thankful that I have a part-time job so I can get out of the house and um, that I work from home, but I know a lot of stay-at-home moms, it must be isolating because that's how I felt when I was on maternity leave. So I was just talking and the first night after I did, I was like, let's call it pump confessions. I had so many DMs the next morning. So I was like, well, let's do it again. Cause I'm not going anywhere. Like I have to do this every time, every day. <laughs> and it just kind of built this community and people seemed to like it. And I mean, I had no makeup on, my hair was greasy. So I don't know why that just kind of resonated with people. And that opened the door for me to just be authentic because that's a lot easier than me trying to be like, Hey guys, <laughs> Lindsay here. Like I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I know. And I, I'm, I think that's why people love you. I, I know that's why people love you because let's be honest, there's plenty of cool bloggers out there with similar content. Like I definitely think your style is different and a little more versatile, but there's Pinterest, there's, there's other things. So that to me goes to show that like 30 K later, people are noticing that and they're seeing it. And for me, it challenges me to like, when you do your like dancing, um, with like you and Ollie, what's your husband's name? Mike, I call him, Mike. but his name is Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. Cause that's all she called but when you guys are like dancing around the house, it makes me want to get off Instagram and go put music on and dance around my house. And I think that's the difference. That's the difference because we'll sit here and scroll and be like, oh, I hate my life, you know. But when someone inspires you to like, you know what, screw it. I'm putting my phone down. I'm going to go do that. That changes people. And I, I think that's bigger than what most people see. So... <laughs> So, you know, I told Mike, I go, I hope that people want to dance and do these dance parties. We should have a hashtag and encourage other people to do like a dance party in their living room and include tag us, include the hashtag. Let's make a thing of it because yep. dancing is like our, I don't know, stress reliever, 
we, we do, we have living room dance parties and it's amazing. And I just want other people to feel how good it feels to dance like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, if anyone's out there that's listening to this, that doesn't know you or haven't seen, it's not like, and don't take this the wrong way, but it's not like you guys are like perfectly like you're literally just like doing like the worm with your arms. And I think that's why I love it. Cause it's like, you're not trying to be something you're not, you know? I don't no. know. I, I love it. And I'm always like scrolling like you. And then a guy that posts uh, Christian memes, like that's literally my go-tos every day. I'm like, let me see what they have to say. Everyone else, like whatever. Oh. Um, <laughs> so oh. I guess what, um, what is a day in the life? Because you probably have to get up pretty early for the TV show no? Well, our show tip, I mean, a lot of times in news, yeah, you have weird schedules, but thankfully our show airs at three. Um, because I'm part-time, I don't have to, I mean, sometimes I do live shots sometimes. I don't know, but usually I will go in at around 1230 or one. And so I don't have to wake up super early, but because I stay up later at night to get my things done after Ollie goes to bed, um, I'm lucky. My husband gets up with Ollie at 630. They get me up at seven or 730. We have breakfast. Um, and so then my husband leaves for work and I play with Ollie either in the living room or like we were outside today because it's <laughs> so nice. We're finally getting to fall weather here in Vegas. I'm so happy. Um, and then he, Ollie will go down for a nap at like 10 o'clock and I might get two to three hours and it's just answering emails, um, pitching brands. Um, I use that time to, if I have to finish a blog post, I'll finish a blog post if I'm going into work that day, I will um, kind of do my research on the internet, find any relevant stories that we can use on the show. I email that to my producer and my executive producer. Um, so on the days that I work, I usually work from one to, yeah, I probably get home around six. It's really not that bad. Um, and after Ollie goes to bed, it's working on blog posts, it's editing photos, um, again, answering emails. And I might be up until I, I try to stop around nine or 10 so I can watch a comedians and cars getting caught <laughs> with my husband so I can be there for him. And it's not every night that I work until like midnight or past that, but um, it's just constantly trying to find that balance. And on the days that I don't have to work, I mean, like today, Ollie and I went to, it's called Kinderland. I just found it. So we went in there and we played for like two hours. And when I'm watching him, I try not to be on my computer or my phone. I'm dedicated my time to him. And, um, so, I mean, outside of taking pictures and videos of him, cause sure. <laughs> but I don't want to be on my computer or my phone when I'm with him. So when he's awake, I dedicate my time to that. And that's why I just, I work at night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a no. And I think that's, that really, people would assume that that's a thing, but you see people kind of living behind their iPhones and watching their kids through their iPhones. And that's something that I'm pretty passionate about is, you know, just being present with people. Like when I go out to dinner and someone opens their phone, that's like, I'm like, uh, we're done here. <laughs> you know? Um, and it's one thing to take a selfie. It's another thing when you're just scrolling because you're bored or, or whatever, but it's so yeah, <laughs> it is, it is. And I, I think, I don't know. I'm a little bit younger, but I'm, I'm kind of an old soul. So, <laughs> but I that, like and that, that says a lot that you, even though you have all this going on, you definitely pause and, and make time. Now, being married, 
how, how do you balance that? Because I'm probably like you, I get hyper-focused and Cam's like, I need your attention. And I'm like, uh, later. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's I've tried to really, really try to figure that out. Yeah. Because with the kids, you're like, you need, you need me, like you need me to be alive. So it's easier to just drop everything <laughs> with my husband. I'm thankful that he, he knew who I was before we even got married. So he understands, he understands I'm a passionate person. Um, but we, we definitely do try, like I said, we watch our episode before we go to bed and when he gets home from work we make dinner, um, and you know, with Ollie and stuff and we catch up on our day and we do date nights like once a month. And he's also my photographer. So whenever we're taking photos, it's something that we can do. Like we went to Cabo recently and we had so much fun just like skipping around on the beach, taking pictures. Um, it's just something that we can kind of do together. It's our own little thing, but he's just, he's fun and he's understanding. And I don't know, it's, it's a daily struggle trying to make sure I dedicate enough time to everyone. And on top of that, like I have family and friends on the East coast. So I'm three hours behind them. So trying to like hop on a phone call with them before it's midnight, their time is, I mean, that's another thing that is added into the mix, but day by day and you know, yeah. Marco Polo. Uh, yeah. I love Marco Polo because <laughs> me trying to get on FaceTime in is like next to impossible. Um, and so you kind of talked about like how you prioritize and stuff like that. What, um, I guess what are kind of like the long-term goals. Cause one thing that really spoke to me when you were, we were kind of go back and forth on email, you were saying how you really just love life as it is. And I was like, you know, like mic drop, let's like, we're done here, you know, because I think that's the hardest thing to find is people that actually love their life and yeah. you can see, and that's why I keep saying you can see that you love your life, even though it's not like you're not perfect. We all have our imperfections, but you're, you're genuinely enjoying life. So I guess what, what would make it better? Or, you know, if you have goals or things to push for, what would be like, you know what, once I get there, that's going to be just like amazing. I didn't think I could do it kind of a thing. So hard. Um, cause I was asked this question, um, like right after I did New York fashion week in, in February. And that was like my ultimate goal was just to go there and do it. So ever since then, I'm like, what? what? Wait, when you said you did it, what do you mean? Oh, I went to New York Fashion Week. I, I got to see a few shows. Like I got to go and um, like work with some brands. So I got to wear some of the designers clothes. And then there's a, it's like a borrowing system sometimes. So you wear it, you take photos, you give it back. So I went there, I, I attended New York Fashion Week and that was huge for me. So I guess that was like my goal for the longest time. And then once I did it, I was like, oh my gosh. And normally, I'm like, cool, I did it. And then five minutes later, I'm like, now we're going to do this. But honestly, this is the, this is the dream. Like I get to raise my child. I get to do two jobs that I love. I don't have to pick one or the other. Um, I, I don't goals. I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I guess long, if we're talking pipe dream, yeah, just say I want to grow my Instagram. I would like, I would like for my website, my blog to turn into a site where people can go and get all different types of information. Like right now it's very fashion heavy and I do have some motherhood stuff on there. I want to do more beauty. I want to do more hair. Um, I want it to be a place where people can quickly shop everything that they might need. 
And that might include bringing on other writers. So we can consistently have content for people. There's, there, it's never stale. You never have to wait. Oh, it's only Tuesday and Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, however my schedule is that week. Um, I want consistent content there. So that would be fun. And then pipe dream, pipe dream later on, perhaps having my own product line. I'm not exactly sure what that would be. I like denim. I like t-shirts. I like pantsuits. I like loungewear. I don't know. It could be anything. I love shoes. Um, speaking of, I've totally been tracking with the the sweats. I'm like, that's all I really want to wear now is sweats. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, sweats. So it does. You can wear them out of the house too. Right. You're like, we're not just going to Walmart. Like we're actually we can go to dinner in this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so what what is like your current inspo? Sorry, inspiration. Um, what's your current inspiration like who what like what are you following what are you tracking with inspiration right now definitely Tezza if you whoever's listening if you're not following her follow her although I think (laughs) most people are by now T-E-Z-Z-A um her style is very I don't know how it's effortless but it's super cool it she has like the retro vibe a lot of the times and not to mention her I mean she's gorgeous and she, she also is a, a singer, but her photos are just incredible. So I like to look and see kind of what she's doing. And it, it makes me motivated to like get out there and try new camera angles or different poses. Um, hey, oh, what is it? Paige Armenta as well. She is, again, really cool photography. And she, I think she's the one that started, you might be seeing this. It's like swipe and it's the behind the scenes video of what goes into making the photo. Uh, photo. So a lot of people are doing that now, and I'm pretty sure she's the one that started that. I started following her back in spring. I think she had like 40, 50,000 followers, and now she's at New York Fashion Week. She's got, I just looked today, 115K. So she is having an immense following in a short amount of time and well-deserved. She is, she's doing a really good job. So I really like going to their pages for like fashion and just kind of to get me motivated to get out there and take more photos and do more. Yeah. And as far as like style inspiration, is there any like era or something like you've had a kind of like seventies vibe lately, but what else are you feeling? Oh my gosh. Seventies, seventies. And I actually like, I look on Instagram and Pinterest, but lately I've, I like, I still love flipping through magazines and I've been Googling. I started a mood board of like seventies Vogue ads, like Vogue magazine, just seventies inspired seventies ads or magazine, whatever. Um, and I put it into a mood board. So yeah, there's going to be some seventies inspired stuff coming soon. Love I, it. I think that's like, I should have been born in that era, but <laughs> I love it. I know. I have a style. I know. I literally back when it wasn't cool, my room was painted all like disco stuff. And I was listening to like cassettes, like seventies. Yeah. Like I'm basically hipster. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I'm such a 70s kid. I'm like, I've always been a hippie and now it's actually finally cool to be a hippie. So I'm tracking yeah. with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you had said before um, with the clothing line or whether it's clothing or whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what would we ex- I mean, like, I'm just a dreamer. I love to dream. So to kind of like wrap things up, if you could have like your own brand, no limitations, what would it look like? Would it be like ASOS where you've got literally everything you've ever needed or would it be more like dreamlined? You know what? I mean, I, of course I would like to include everything, but I think what we would, 
if I did this, it would start with pieces that I want that I can't find anywhere. So I really like structured. It's hard for me on air because a lot of times it's like you need to have a form-fitted dress to look and it needs to be colorful on air. Um, so I, I, I guess structured pieces, um, elevated every day. I don't know, like pieces that you can wear out or to a party, but you can also make work for the office. Um, and literally I, my whole goal right now, it's <laughs> difficult. Like it really is. It's difficult. Um, and I, I would actually like to do a kid's line because I'm telling you what it is so difficult to find some cool boys clothes. Girls get it all. Every yeah. store I go into, it's like, here's the girls section and here's the boys section. So I think it would be cool to do an affordable like kids line and have some cool boys clothing, you know, that I, I can't find right now. So just maybe. <laughs> even at Target. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, well, it's a lot of, uh, yeah, even at Target, it's hard. I, I can find some stuff, but it takes some digging and I have to go to multiple sites. So it'd be nice to have one place where people can just get it all. Well, that's good to know. Cause I'm pre kids. So like by time, hopefully by the time we get there, you're already going in that direction. <laughs> I'm counting on you. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I've just really enjoyed this and I'm going to be in Vegas. So I'm going to come find you. We're going to hang out. I'll be in <laughs> Vegas, uh, the end of September. So I think it's the 25th or something. So are you just coming for fun? Uh, for work. For work. Yeah. So I'll be, I have a spotty schedule, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. We'll hang out. And then, so tell us, um, before I let you go, two things I always want to, I like to pray for people before, like whatever you need, whatever, like we've pretty much talked about all about your life, but what are some things, um, yeah, some things that I can be praying for, for people when they're listening, they can like remember to pray for, for you that are just like, obviously the consistency with schedule and having that kind of, I mean, it seems like you're doing a pretty good job, but, um, is there anything else, things that you, I mean, obviously we can pray into the pipe dreams too. I'm not too scared. Um, well, thanks for praying for me. I would just say, um, guidance, always guidance. And, um, when it comes to parenting and we're, we're trying to sell our home right now and get into this new house. So kind of, I don't know, help with that and just help me make the best decisions and help raise my son to be a good boy, a good Christian boy who makes the right decisions. And even if he makes mistakes that he feels comfortable coming to me, it's all about Ollie really. Love that. It just all encompasses. Yeah. I love that. And then, um, I'm going to pray, but give us like a shameless plug. Obviously we've been talking about it, but where do we find you and how do we shop for your stuff? How do we make you money? Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you, can, you follow me, I think, across all of my social media platforms like Instagram. It's at Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Gurk, G-U-R-K. And um, yeah, on Like to Know It, I'm Lindsay Gurk as well. Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, all that. Um, and then my blog is The Gnomus Niche. And for those who don't know, uh, Gnomus is Simon spelled backwards. And that is my maiden name. So that's kind of where that came up from I've always wondered I don't know why I didn't ask that yeah it's and I've been saying it wrong I said namas like it's not an a so whatever <laughs> say namas and I just go namaste it's namas <laughs> <laughs> but, 
You're like, but, no, I'm uh, going to stay with the right pronunciation. All right. Well, I'm going to pray and then I'm going to cut you loose. But it has been such a pleasure. You are a beautiful person. I love it. Um, it's been nice talking to you, too. I'm yeah. so glad I got to be on this podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm I'm so so thankful. So, okay. Well, God, thank you for Lindsay Girk. Thank you for the no miss niche. Thank you that you're present and that you are the beginning of all of this. And therefore you have to see it through. You have to, you have bigger goals, you have bigger dreams. So I'm just asking for little seeds in Lindsay, Lindsay's day as she's just kind of going about life, maybe not even paying attention that you would start making yourself even more clear than before. And she would start seeing things over and over and over and knowing, oh my gosh, I think I'm supposed to do that thing. And I didn't think I would do that now, but here I am, I'm doing it um, for their little family unit. God, that you, there would just be more of those moments in their family. Um, there would be an ease on her being able to raise Ollie. And then we just pray over Ollie for what his dreams and whatever he's going to do in life, um, that you would just have protection and guidance over his life. Um, and I just think it's cool as, as he grows up, she's going to start to see these little sparks of interest and passions. Um, and God, I just thank you that you're going to give Lindsay and Mike both the ability to really um, guide him in that and parent him through his own passions. Um, but yeah, we just thank you for who you are, that you have big dreams and that um, it's going to be all for you in the end. And so we just thank you for every day for just the little things in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to share this episode and come follow me at Brooke A. Payne. That's Brooke with an E, A-P-A-Y-N-E on Instagram and Facebook. And all of our resources are in my bio. Thank you guys so much. It means so much to me that you're listening.